Hello, everybody. You are listening to the We Are Rising podcast. I am your host, Andrew Benjamin, joined along by my ever-present co-host, except when he is not here, Declan Kirby. <laughs> Greetings, everybody. How are you doing today? How's it going, Declan? How's your day going? Um. Well, how about this weekend, man? Freaking Fedor and Mir. Yes. That was 40, something, huh? 48-second <laughs> knockout. I know. Now, did you see the whole 48 seconds? I did. I watched the whole thing. On, oh, yeah. I, I watched the whole thing on Facebook, actually. Oh, it was probably a GIF or something, right? Yeah, it was. So, um... For, well, it, you would think it's a GIF, actually, to yeah. tell you the truth. Um, I gotta say, I'm not surprised that Fedor won. Though, did you see that he did get knocked? He did get uh, struck by Mir, and he kind of did fall down. Unfortunately, I think yeah, yeah. I was very really worried. I thought like, oh shit, Fedor's going down. Fedor's going down to Mir. <laughs> but um, yeah, the uh, last emperor is now going to be facing Chael Sonnen. I know. I think, yeah, That's gonna be something, man. It's like, oh my god, like, this is this is. I don't know what timeline of MMA this is, but this is a, one of the weirdest timelines, right? Um, of MMA, like. Right now, with UFC and their whole their whole luck with Connor, and now this whole Chael Sonnen and Fedor, and then that whole heavyweight Grand Prix. It's this is a I don't know I don't know what timeline of MMA we are we are in, but this is I I hope it's interesting and also scary at the same time. It's an interesting time to be an MMA fan. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, uh, well, I guess fortunately uh, for us, one part of the timeline is the uh, Ryzen show this weekend, um, the Ryzen 10 show from Fukuoka. Big show? <laughs> well, probably not their biggest show, but... I would compare it to, like, if we were to say wrestling terms, this would be like an, an in-between pay-per-view, like a backlash. Okay. Like, yeah, or, that's fair. Or if you're a New Japan fan, like, they're, they're Don Taku shows. Yeah. But... The overall sentiment for the for the Rise and Ten show um, this weekend is mm, a lot of people are not looking forward to it, and in a way, I kind of do agree. Um, I, I I should say kind of I do agree. I think the, a lot of the matchmaking is a little bit weird, um, which we'll get into with uh, the matches later. Got um, some new fighters on there. Oh, there's a lot of new fighters. I mean, I'm gonna completely tell you the honest truth going into this podcast. Um, I can probably say I'm only familiar with, uh, man, maybe like four fighters in total, <laughs> maybe, well, maybe even a little bit more. Well, you know, I it, there are a lot of four fighters in you know, three of the well, we got two. Let's see, there's Tenshin Nasukawa. I'm familiar yep. with him. Yep. Uh, Horiguchi, McCall, Kana, Kana. Wait. Kana's on here, huh? yeah. yeah, she is. Uh, you remember probably Diego Nunes from UFC. Must have, you must have seen some uh, fights of his. He looks a little familiar. Um, um, Darren Kripschak, obviously. You know, Mel Cape. Kripschak, Mel Cape. Um, Kaya Vakura, Alyssa Garcia. Um, yeah. Uh, but, uh, you not know, many. Like, <laughs> not many, but, you know, sometimes that's good and sometimes that's bad, you know. When you try to do research on a lot of fighters, you can't find a lot of things on the ones that are not are, are not too well known. Right. Don't have Wikipedia's, but for the most part, you know. But then it also, you know, I always like to, you know, 
know of Irul Latifi from USC? Yes. He didn't have a U- he didn't have a Wikipedia for like like half of his career while in USC. You're kidding. No. Wow. And every every time there'd be a comment on BJPet.com, there whenever he would win a fight, it'd be, Why does this guy have a Wikipedia? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but um yeah. You know the show is I think it, you know, you got some good fights on here, but just I think the the hype of the show is just they're just they're, it just is definitely it's definitely maybe the one of the least hyped shows I think so far that Rise has put on. Maybe yeah, on no, I agree with you on that. But uh, you know, we're still gonna preview it, uh, pick winners, um, and um, uh, we will, uh, you know, hopefully uh, we'll get a review out when the show is over, whenever uh, as soon as possible, and hopefully it'll be a good card. Hope may it be one, may it be one of those weird MMA. You know how like. There are MMA shows that, like, oh, on paper they look awful, but then they turn out to be, like, one of the greatest shows ever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, they, the fucking, um... Oh, man. What was that one card where they canceled, like, three fights on there? You mean the US, your recent UFC show? Um, the one, that one specifically, I think it was the one where we were initially supposed to have, um... We were supposed to have, uh... Connor... And, um, was it Connor and Aldo? Uh, I don't, Jose Aldo? I think it was the I first one. Know. We were we were initially to ha- supposed to have it on that card, and that got nixed because, like, somebody got injured. No, uh, wait, no, 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 no. No, what fight was that? Gosh, that's going to be annoying me. Well, here's the thing I've learned is that, unfortunately, it's, you can't, with Connor, I don't even remember about him. Plus, this is not, the, this is not a UFC thing, so, um, Let's not talk. Let's try to keep the Connor talk as 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 minimal. Well, as possible. what I'm saying is basically yeah. that whole card. I I can't remember which one it was. It pro- they probably had some of the best fights oh, I yeah. saw in my life on there. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I know which card. I think I remember that. Um, that card, but uh, probably not. It wasn't the Jose Aldo. But also, this also this past Bellator show that just that this past weekend, a lot of people were praising because there were so many quick finishes on the on the show. Every fight on the main card but one went to a first round finish. Mm. But uh, let's get right into this. Uh, right into our, um, our our preview of the show. Yeah, man. So let's do we it. got twelve fights. Um, twelve are MMA, uh, nine are MMA matches. Three are kickboxing matches. Okay. Um, this show will be from the Marine Messe Fukuoka, which is in Fukuoka, Japan. Um, May six. It'll uh, that it'll be going. Let's see. Let me just make sure I get my dates right. Um, it'll be May. It'll be late May May seventh. I think, I believe if I'm correct, that means May seventh. Okay. Okay. Oh, so it's May sixth. So that's Saturday. May sixth, Saturday at one thirty a.m. So that's May fifth. That's that's May fifth, Friday going to Saturday. Mm. So May sixth, one thirty a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, oh, May fifth, ten thirty p.m. <laughs> Um, uh, Pacific time. You can get on Five TV for nineteen dollars and ninety nine cents, or you can use those credit things, which I have like over a hundred credits for. So, um, yeah, you can uh, uh, watch it that way. Um, and uh, so let's get right into yeah, let's do it. Uh, now first of all, we well, have- I, ju- I do want to say ahead of time, uh, like what I said, I'm very unfamiliar with a lot of these fighters. Uh, very unfamiliar. Mm. Uh, so I 
very well much appreciate if you can take if you can take more well, lead on this well, one. Well, that's fine. Well, here's the thing. Well, we're gonna start off with one that I'm not I'm not too um, too looking forward to is a uh, kickboxing match. Okay. Open up the card. Um, it will be um, Tomohiro Katai versus Kurogi Darvish. Um, this will be contested at 139 pounds. Kickboxing rules. So. You know, three knockdowns in a round, um, fight ends, knockout, it ends, or decision. Um, uh, Darvish is has fought for Ryzen 4. He actually fought on the uh, Ryzen uh, Grand Prix last year um, when they were doing the, uh, the, uh, the the opening rounds for the um, for the um, for that uh, bantamweight uh, tournament uh, final of the bantamweight tournament. Right. Um, he he went to a dis a draw, a majority draw against uh, Yuki. So this is his second f uh, fight in Ryzen. Tomohiro Katai. Uh, this will be his first fight in Ryzen, and he currently has a. Let's see. He, he, a, he has. He was the most recent match he had was a custom rules bout for Ganrujima, um, where he lost by knockouts. Uh, this was in. May of last year, and like you know, I've told, I've talked about before, and we talked, we talked about before in general that we're not too much fans of the kickboxing on the card. No, I, I think, I think the Ryzen should honestly have it on a separate card. I mean, unless you know, tension is the outlier, like Bellator MMA or uh, Bellator kickboxing. Yeah, or you know what? Just have a, I, I, I don't wouldn't mind if they have a tournament. You know, mm. um, but um. You know, I'm going to this blank. Uh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go with uh, uh, Kurogi Darvish, um, just because I know him more than the other guy, and in my research, you know, he is a good kickboxer. Okay. I can't, you know, this it's like going in. This is you know, there's there's nothing more I could say. If I were to say any more, I would be <clears> lying. <throat> and like, oh yeah, I know, I know, I know Katai's history as a kickboxer. You know, Darvish is a kickboxer. <laughs> you know. You know, it's very hard to find a lot of these fighters' videos because a lot of them, don't, they make tape, but just, like, you have to go through a lot of avenues to find them. Right. That, like, it's very hard to find them on YouTube, especially if they're not in English because, you know, if, they're, if they type their name in Japanese or uh, whatever, or the language that, that they're from, it's it, will, it won't come up a lot of times. So, again, um... Uh, Kurogi Darvish, I think, will win this one. Okay. Okay, on to the next one. Um, is Kanako Murata... This is an MMA match, by the way. Kanako Murata uh, Wei, versus Weili Zhang from China. So, 16-1-0. Oh, uh, yes. Well, I was actually about to... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have some comments about that. So, Kanako Murata... We don't have too many Chinese fighters. Oh, yeah. Mean. She is considered the hottest prospect from China in the female division. Uh, this is going to be uh, at uh, 117 pounds, straw weight. Kanaka Murata, formerly fought, fought for Ryzen, actually had a show that I went to uh, two years ago. It was the uh, uh, it was the first night of the grand of that open weight Grand Prix. Um, I'm sorry, heavyweight Grand Prix. And she guess who uh, you know who defeated her? If you remember, uh, was it King Reina? Nope, nope. It was Ring oh. Nakai. Remember Ring Nakai? Oh, Ring Nakai, wow. Yeah. And actually, <laughs> it good. was a pretty boring match until Ring Nakai, like, 
she took her down and just got a choke on her. And she, and I think from what I remember, uh, Nakai was uh, Morata was losing the match. Mm. And so that's how she got her first loss. Um, so um, and then before that, she had a uh, she had another ri uh, rising match. Um, I probably more remember the uh, <laughs> the weigh-in. Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> it was um, Rin Nakai. She actually had uh, two has had two rising matches in Morata. Uh, one where she defeated Kyra Batara by decision uh, uh, in 2016 as well. And again in 2016, she defeated Natalia Denisova uh, by decision. So she's making a return to the Ryzen. She's on a two-fight win streak uh, facing Weili Zhang. Now, Weili Zhang is, has a lot of hype behind her as a, as, as a fighter to look for. She has multiple finishes on her record, submissions, knockouts. Um, you know who you know who her, her, her career trajectory kind of reminds me of? Uh, Hannah Morrell. And I'll say, I'll say this because Hannah Morrell lost his first fight, his first professional fight, just like uh, Zhang did. Mm. And after that, they just went on this long win streak. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's happened with streak. a lot. And so, um... Like, I remember when Barrow was, like, climbing through the ranks. I was like, dude, this guy's gonna be, like, on top of the world. And now, look at him now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and now, right now, uh, Zhang is on a 15-fight uh, win streak. Nice. And this will be her rise and debut. Hopefully nothing fucks it up. <laughs> well, you know... We'll see about you know, that. We'll see. Um, I think, you know... I think Zhang takes this. I think she's the better fighter. I think she, I think she is has has a high percentage to finish this fight. Um, I don't know if Murata, Murata has the. I, I don't know if she has if she can really go toe to toe with with Zhang, who is who just has so much experience, and I how, she's only twenty eight. Um, Zhang is. Um, Murata's twenty four, and. Murata has had six fights, so uh, we'll be well. This will be her sixth fight coming up. Zhang, this will be her sixteenth fight coming up. So mm. I think that I just I don't see what what I don't see what Murata could do to defeat Zhang. I think Zhang has everything to to beat um, to beat her. Do you have any thoughts on this? I don't. Uh, not really. Quite. I'm not familiar with. The two of them, so I, I can't give you anything on that. I'm, I apologize. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Um, going on to the next match, uh, we're the, we're gonna have back to back big boy matches. I'll call them um, heavyweights. Uh, we have Jer Rosenstruck from. Is he fight? He's fighting out of Russia, I believe. I'm sorry, I'm fighting out of Holland. He's fighting out of Holland. Um, I don't know why I thought the Holland, <laughs> the Holland, Holland was, and was Russia. Uh, take on Andre Kovalev. And okay. I don't think he has any relation to the uh, boxer Kovalev. No, no. Um, now, interestingly enough, both have been are, are undefeated. Interesting um, records. I mean... Let's see. Uh, Kovalev is... He's, I believe he's 9-0. 9-0. Yeah, um, so... And, uh, um... Uh, 
Jair uh, Rosenstruck is 4-0. Finished all of his, that, his matches by knockouts. Um, so, this is, an, this is an interesting one because I think regardless of how it goes, it will end in a knockout. Right. It's just a matter of, I guess, who... I guess who gets that 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 big punch in first? Yeah. That there's a diff. You know, if you want to say that there's some some difference, you know, um, Jair is thirty, uh, while Kovalev is twenty four. Um, however, Kovalev his last fight was in twenty seventeen, um, specifically uh, August of twenty seventeen, while Jair uh, fought in December. So his um, he doesn't have as much of a ring rust as uh, Kovalev. Um, so, uh, you know, and also Kovalev has more fights. Um, this is a, that's a, this is, you know, like I said, it's more of a whoever gets that punch at first, you know. Um, on fight predictions on Tapology, majority of people, uh, 88% say uh, Kovalev wins. Um, I don't know, you know what, I think I'm going to have to, I'm going to just be, um, what do you call it? Not devil's advocate, but I'm going to go against the grain and say that Rosenstruck takes this. I say that Holland will, will, will make a, will have a win over Russia in a in an MMA fight. Um, okay. Do you do you have any? Nothing. Don't I don't know them. So I'm sorry. Nope. <laughs> okay, and in uh, uh, part two of the uh, final part of the big boys um, uh, matches, heavyweights, uh, is Anton D'Elia taking on Ricardo Prussell. D'Elia is from Croatia and is the highly touted prospect, uh, student of Krokop. Interesting. Um, he's 14-3, um, 27 years old, uh, which is young by uh, MMA signers. Taking on Ricardo Prussell uh, from Brazil, who's 27 and is undefeated with nine wins. All of them have been finishes, um, with all but one being a submission. So, we obviously have somebody who yeah, is that's a pretty big. <laughs> was that pretty big challenge for him? Is it? Well, yeah, uh, two big boys going after each other. So we got um, and all, oh, and also Anton Delia is six foot five. Though I thought I, I read somewhere that he was six foot seven, but I think six foot five is probably no. I'm sorry. Now that Purcell is six foot six, six foot seven, Ante Delia is uh, six foot five. So Purcell is that that is he is six foot seven. I'm trying to think like he might be the I think he's the tallest guy. Um, one I'm trying to think if anybody has taught, has fought who's in Ryzen who's fought who's been taller. I don't think so. Not that I recall. But um, Dalia, uh, he's actually he hasn't fought since 2007, 2015, excuse me. And the reason was because he suffered a broken leg in a fight against Marcin Tybura, who's now at the USC. So he is basically coming in al almost not, not over two years. That's a two-year layoff, and I'm sure that like as soon as he got better, he went back to train, but. Ricard Purcell, his last fight was in was in twenty seven August twenty seventeen. I don't know how how Aunt, how Delia's. I, I, I don't know. 
I don't, I don't know how, if how long his layoff was. Like, if, like how much he didn't train, how how much he did train. Um, he is under Crow Cop, which is great. Um, you know, can't you know if you're you know you're you're under Crow Cop, you know you're you have one of the best knockouts guys teaching you how to knock motherfuckers out. But um, Purcell looks to be the bigger guy, and you know. Um, on Tapology, what do people say? Uh, uh, majority, fifty-nine percent say that Delia uh, is going uh, will, will win this over Purcell. I, mean, I think I'm going to be the, the odd man out in this as well. I'm going to go for Carter Purcell uh, taking this. Um, I think he can possibly possibly submit Delia. Uh, Delia could knock him out though. I think Delia could absolutely knock him out. But uh, if um, it'll it'll be interesting to see how how. Uh, how Delia does, because I'm pretty sure that Ryzen wants to use him as a future, um, after the Crow Copper Tires wants to use him as, as a future guy. Okay. okay. On to the next match. <laughs> We're going to go back to uh, the female uh, women's um, MMA uh, matches. Uh, this will be a uh, super atom weight match, uh, contested at 108 pounds, uh, with Ayaka, Japan's Ayaka Hamazaki, who's 14-2, uh, versus USA's Alyssa Garcia, who's 3-4. Now, Hamazaki is a... She's a well-rounded fighter, been all over the world. She has wins over... Let's... Um, Jin Yu, uh, an Invicta. Um, somebody else said she also had a, a win who was also... Oh, uh, Seo He Ham. You ever heard from USC? Mm. She was a really tiny Korean girl, a Korean uh, uh, fighter. Um, She fights for Road SC. Um, Right now, um, uh, actually, uh, Hamazaki's coming up a uh, a loss in Invicta. Um, And now she finds herself in Ryzen, facing off against Alyssa Garcia, who is um, uh, Josh Barnett's student. Uh, Josh Barnett, uh, Josh Barnett, Alyssa Garcia. Um, who, uh, who has a win, she has a win over Kana Azakura, um, which I will be talking about a little, we'll be talking about a little bit later, and she fought in the, uh, in the women's, um, the women's Atomweight tournament, where she, uh, lost the decision to, uh, Maria Oliveira. Um, interestingly, during our interview, um, which you can find on SoundCloud and, uh, on Stitcher, uh, she said something very interesting. Uh, about uh, about her, about her about her as a fighter, she said she does well under pressure, and I'm wondering if after Gar- a lot of fighters, yeah, I wonder if Garcia is one of those fighters who can win against, I guess, poets who have higher higher fight fighter pedigrees, like against Kan Azakura. Oh yeah, Kan Azakura that is a pretty big win for. Alyssa Garcia is only three, four, and oh, do you, you know? remember? Uh, do you remember Rick's story from USC? Of course. Rick That's, story uh, had old Johnny had, Hendricks first. He had the weirdest record where he would defeat fighters who were, who were, who were higher tier than him, but right. then he would lose the fighters who who were lower tier than him. So like weird. <laughs> so so like fighters that you expect him to lose against, he would he would beat. He would knock him out or 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 go or 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 outfight him to the decision. That he fight lower, there will be fighters who would not be up to his standard, who just who who submitted him, or um, or defeated him. Strange. So you know, 
This will be uh, Garcia uh, in our interview. She did mention that she thinks she's being thrown to the wolves uh, to to maybe to uh, to uh, bring up a, a Japanese fighter, which you know probably was the same thing that she uh, same thing for the Azakura fight. Um, uh, so this is a uh, I I think this is gonna be a competitive match. I really think this is gonna be a a an interesting competitive match. Um, I don't know, you know, Hamazaki obviously has has a better record. That goes about saying she's fourteen two uh, against Alyssa Garcia's three and four. Um, Hamazaki might be coming off a loss, but I mean, she's going that's, off that, loss, that's, that's still not. You know, I think they really just shut her down for. Alyssa Garcia is also coming off a loss as well. She However, she well. was not finished. Uh, Hamazaki was was um, was finished her last loss. Um, hope we don't get accused of bias, but you know what? I think Alyssa Garcia is going to uh, win this. I'm going to go with Hamasaki on really? this. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Hamasaki, I mean... I don't know. <laughs> she, uh, I, if she wins, I will not be surprised. I not familiar what... with any of them, really. I mean, actually, no, the... Alyssa Garcia, I remember her fighting, uh, that one time with... Josh Barnett walking out. If that's the right one, I'm. Yes, you remember that? That was yeah during the moments where he was screaming at her to. Uh, yes, that was her. Yes. Um. Geez. I don't know. That's uh, oh. some. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're gonna go with Hamasaki, I'm gonna go with uh, Garcia. I think Garcia. I think Garcia will win this. I think she's gonna come in hungry. I think she's gonna come in strong. I think she's gonna. I think she learned from her mistakes from her last match, and I think um, I think she I think she'll be able to get a decision win at least. I don't know if she can finish her. Um, if she can, that'd be better. But I think uh, Garcia will win this. Um, on to the next match. Um, there will it be is. a a a a, 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 a weight match, uh, 130 pounds, uh, with uh, rising Japanese fighter Kai Azakura taking on. Uh, well-known uh, shit talker Rising and Rick shit star Manel Cave <laughs> from uh, Angola. Um, Kai Zakura was interesting uh, records too. Take a look at that. Very close, yeah. Very Kai close. Is nine and one. Um, Manel Cape is nine and two, uh, and uh, I think they're they're the same age as well, twenty-four. That's interesting. Um, and uh, let's we uh, Kai Zakura. He fought for Ryzen. Uh, at the la at their very last uh, at the last show at the um, the um, second round of the World Grand Prix where he took on Kizmo Saiga and knocked out Saiga who was a replacement for another fighter for Sichiro C Ito um, and uh, now he, f he comes to face Manel Cape who uh, who went far in that uh, in the uh, bantamweight tournament. Uh, but got stopped by Kyochi Horiguchi. Oh, uh, there's not even a chance, so. <laughs> you think that Azakura wins this? Oh, uh, no, I was saying it was Horiguchi, I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was just about to happen. Now, I'm curious. However, he did go three rounds of them. Yeah. So, I mean, to give Matt Al Cape that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But, um, I don't know, as for this fight, this is going to be an interesting well, one. Here, well, here's the thing, uh, we got some uh, on your, the fight prediction for um, for uh, for this fight um, has uh, on Tapology has Kai Zakura at twenty five percent and Manel Cape at seventy five percent. And by the way, these are voted by Tapology members. Um, we also had a uh, we had some feedback on our Twitter from a um, f 
from a, a follower of ours who said that this will be the best fight in the card. Uh, uh, just to let you know, uh, this I'm excited for this fight. Oh, I am too. For sure. This uh, these comments are from uh, C uh, user C2. You can follow him at King Silo 24. That's King K I N G C I L L O 24. Uh, that's his Twitter handle C2. And um, we posed the question, uh, what fight you're looking forward to? Do you have any predictions on our Twitter? He said that uh, that this fight will be the one that he, that that he or she is looking forward to the most, and uh, he thinks that Cape will will get the submission at the dropping Kai in the middle of the fight. Hmm. So, you know, we have and we have the we have the things the uh, percentage here so, of Tabology saying that that Manel Cape is going to take him by overwhelming decision, seventy five percent versus twenty five percent. Um. The odds are really close too on Tapology too. I'm seeing. Wait, hold, no, they're not. Call, they're not. They're not. No, 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 no. Uh, Kai's occurs at twenty five percent. How do you read that? Oh, go, oh, scroll down. Scroll down. Oh, okay. I was reading the wrong thing. No, that's fine. That's fine. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> um. Kai's Akura is one of, is is a hot Japanese prospect. Um. I do think it's a little bit odd that that they're having Manel Cape fight him, uh, especially because Kai came off a win and. Um, Cape came off a loss. I think that if this fight should have been Cape versus Burchek or the rematch from McCall. Um, and Kai should have gone on to face somebody else since he came off the win. Because here's the thing, if Kai loses, his stock goes down, He will, uh, and then if Cape wins, you know, I don't know. I think that's... Do you think there's even it's a little bit odd to have Cape coming off, who's came off a loss? I mean, he did advance in that tournament. He did. Um... I don't know. I think I, I would have. I wanted to see Cape and, and Burchek and uh, face Burchek or McCall just because McCall I think deserves a rematch, and because uh, I still remember that shit talking that that Burchek and Cape were were doing on Twitter, and that made me really interested to see the fight. With it them. did make it interesting, <laughs> but um, you say you're gonna go Cape? Uh, I'm gonna throw my money on Cape. I gotta say, with this whole card though, like. The only, there's only like very few fights that you look at. I'm only just basing this off, off of uh, topology. Oh yeah, well, again, like we like said. You take a look at these odds, like, oh god, there's not like. There's not a lot of discrepancy. There's, there's like majority yeah, one it's way like, or another. Yeah, it's like, You know, I think I'm going to go off you. I think I'm going to go, I think Cape will win this. I think, I think Cape is, I think. It'll be interesting to see the shit talking that Cape does. Um, you know he's gonna do some some weird antics during the weigh-ins. Right. Um, if Cape wins, then you know what? Then you know. I, regardless, I think you should fight McCall or Burchek next. I think that's a fight to make, in my opinion. Um, Maybe a Horiguchi rematch. No, I, Horiguchi totally starched him. I don't think he's, a rematch is not is not in that in that zone. For the time being, um, mm. I think Cape will. Win. I think I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Cape winning this. Okay. Um, on to our next match will be a return to kickboxing. Um, this will be fought at 114 pounds, uh, straw weight, uh, male, uh, men's kickboxing, with uh, Issei Ishi um, taking on Daishin Sakai. Um, and uh, kickboxing rules. We run over them again. Um, Issei Ishii has fought for Ryzen before in the past. 
and he fought for them back in 2017, October, where he lost a majority decision kickboxing match to Jim Mandokoro. Um, again, kickboxing is not a thing. I, Ishii obviously has a better record and is, is more well-known in the kickboxing world. I can tell you that for a fact. Like, his name always comes up, like, whenever kickboxing is, like, just a, a, a Japanese kickboxing event. Um, I'm going to have to go with Ishii. It's uh, based on, really, like, uh, nothing other than I know I know more about him than the other, than uh, Sakai. Um, moving on to the next match. We, yeah. at least, we, know, we know at least one the, one of the There's fights. There's at least one kickboxing match that we can well, look forward oh, yeah. to. We that can at least say that. Yeah, yeah. So the next match will be a uh, lightweight uh, match, uh, 154 pounds. Uh, returning uh, to Ryzen is Darren Crookshank from the United States, taking on Japan's Koshi Matsumoto. Uh, Darren Crookshank is 19 and 10. 19-10, uh, uh, no contest. Um, he has previously fought for Ryzen. Uh, one of the events I went to was one uh, one of them where he lost to Satoru Kitoka by submission, and uh, in his most recent match of Ryzen got got knocked out by Yusuke Yachi. Uh, but he also has a win of Ryzen where he uh, where he um, two wins actually where he uh, knocked out Shinji Shinji Sasaki and Andy Sauer. Um, choked out Andy Sauer, excuse me. Um, and he's making his return uh, and fighting uh, Koshi Matsumoto, who is. Um, Pretty well known fighter in Japan. Fights for Shoto, um, Shuto, um, Pancreas, Pancreas, and uh, this will be his um, his rising debut. This will be his rising debut. Yep, uh, okay. he has a record of 1972. By the way, just a little thing to bring up. You ever notice how a lot of Japanese fighters have like fought like multiple draws or like no contests in the records when you go under like things? Right. I always thought that funny how like there's so many how like so many fights go to draws in Japan. Yeah, I see that a lot. Like if you go, if you look at Gomi's record, he has a lot of draws on his record. It's, it's like I wonder what what's go, what, how those go to like how those go to draws like so easily. Right. Compared to here, but um, so um, this will be uh, Darren Cookshank is you know well known fighter has fought for UFC, trains at Michigan Top Team. Um, I'll be honest, I didn't think he was gonna uh, come back for a fight uh, this early. Um, for Ryzen, but uh, he did win actually a, a fight after his at, uh, he did his most recent match. He did win by knockout. Um, that was for KOP uh, promotion, and um, uh, Matsumoto is on a three three fight win streak mm. right now. Um, with a uh, Shuto. Um, can't quite tell you who I can go with on this one. Well, let's see what the topology uh. Folks say, um, eighty-five percent say Dar pick Darren Crookshank. Fifteen uh, percent says Matsumoto. <laughs> um, I mean, here's the thing. Uh, he is a uh, Darren Crookshank is a is a great fighter. Um, he happened to just he happened to lose against one guy whose submission game is out of this world and other and a rising top prospect. Um, we got to go with Darren Crookshank on this. I think he. I think. I think he just has more tools than Masamoto to uh, to plot a win. Um, I think I, and I actually think could see uh, Crookshank finishing him. Hmm. I, I, I can't give an opinion. I'm not too familiar with this uh, Matsumoto guy. 
So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, next I'll one, be honest. This most most of this episode, I'm gonna be pretty lost. Well, next one, you should you should know you should at least know these two uh, gentlemen. I'm familiar with Diego Nunes. Yes, uh, this will be another lightweight match, 154 pounds. Um, Yusuke Yashi, 19. Oh, Yusuke, not yeah, yeah. Taking on Diego Nunes, 22 and seven. Yusuke Yashi, well-known uh, Ryzen fighter. You know, he I think uh, he is undefeated in Ryzen and had the most. His most recent match was was that awesome match he had with Gomi, um, which he almost lost. He almost lost, but uh, managed to uh, submit uh, Gomi. Um, and he'll be taking on Diego Nunes, who was a UFC veteran for a, for quite a while, the UFC and WEC. Um, and um, he uh, oh he, he also has fought for Bellator as well. So this will be his debut in Ryzen. Uh, he's, uh, Nunez is on a two-fight win streak, while Yachi is on a five-win five streak. Um, five-fight win streak. Um, let's see what the tapology people say. Tapology folks say, predict, uh, have 83% picking, uh, Yachi winning, while 70%, uh, uh, picking Nunez. And you know what? I agree with them. I think that Yachi will win this. I think that Yachi is on an incredible streak. He's clearly one of Ryzen's, you know, he's one of their main guys. One of the guys that Ryzen's trying to put focus on the lightweight division. I hope he goes further. Was that sorry? I hope he does go further. Oh, I hope so too. Um, and he's defeated fighters that, that, that you know, top fighters like uh, Crookshank and uh, uh, Kitoka. Mm. And, um... I think uh, I think the, I, I think he'll win this one. I I think he will. Okay. I don't know. I I I. I, I think I, I might actually go with. Uh, yeah, I I I think I might go with. Uh, Yachi, actually, yeah. Okay. Um. If he win, if he loses, you know, if I were rising, I'd be very disappointed because you because. You lose a hot streak with uh, against uh, I guess a uh, a uh, outsider, so to speak, um, outsider of the organization. I don't know if, if, if you know that this is a one fight thing for Nunez or if he's fighting multiple fights. But if he signed a multiple, if he signed a one fight and he defeats Yachi, Yachi's gonna have to have, have to climb back up. But uh, on to the next match is a uh, is we're going back to the uh, super atomweight fight, uh, super atomweight division uh, with. Uh, uh, at 108 pounds, with uh, the winner of the women's uh, atom weight uh, tournament, Kana Azakura, 11-2, returning to Ryzen, taking on Melissa Karajanis from Canada, uh, 3-3, making her Ryzen debut. Um, Kana Azakura, very well known. Um, you know, she she won that uh, Adam's weight tournament that uh, that the Ryzen had, um, defeating Reyna by submission. Uh, which I did not think was going to happen. Um, she uh, is taking on... Uh, Melissa Karajanis has an interesting kind of set, uh, six degrees of separation with, with Ryzen, even though she's never fought in Ryzen. So, uh, you know... Uh, and, remember Andy, Nugu, uh, Andy Nguyen? Um, the cowboy? Cowgirl? Oh, yes. So, Melissa Karajanis has two wins over her. Oh, wow. Um... One for uh, King of the King of the Cage, and the other one for another promotion called Cuff. Um, but uh, Carol Jones, uh, 
mostly, uh, she's fought for uh, King of the Cage mostly. Um, and uh, her most recent match, uh, she lost to Jamie Hinshaw uh, by submission. Um, so we basically have um, uh, we have one one fighter who's incredibly experienced, Kanazakura. We know what she can do. We know she's capable of submissions. We know she's capable of of grappling. Versus Karajanis, who, while having win two wins over uh, Andy Nguyen, yes, which is which is impressive. We don't know a lot about her. Um, but that alone, I mean, it gets you a little, gets you a little curious. Oh yeah, well you know the thing is that you know if she doesn't know if we don't know a lot about her, Azakura probably doesn't know a lot about her as well, which could be an advantage as well. Yeah, or a disadvantage, a disadvantage for her. Yeah. So she doesn't have that much stuff to study, really. I mean, exactly. Yeah, there's more study for <laughs> Azakura. Yeah. Um, is is an interesting match. Um, I think it's. I think. Oh yeah, I just wanted to comment that, you know, I think this is a little bit of an odd match also. I think they should have done a rematch with Azakura versus Alyssa Garcia to see, you know, since Garcia did beat her um, for Enrizen, that they should have done a rematch kind of like, you know, oh, Azakura, she won the tournament. So, however, Garcia defeated you in a previous fight. Let's have you two fight. Right. Um... And then, you know, maybe pair up uh, Karajanis with uh, uh, Hamazaki um, instead, of, uh, Gar- instead of Hamazaki versus Garcia. Because uh, if Azakura wins this, uh, Azakura loses against Karajanis, I'm not going to, her, her to win that tournament's going to, I don't know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to feel like a little bit less, I think. Hmm. I don't know if you agree with that. I, I see what you're saying, for sure. I mean, I don't know. Um, it's gonna, it, it wouldn't really look that good for Asakura if she was to. Oh yeah, and now here's uh, go down like that. I mean, all due respect to Melissa, uh, I can't say her name. I'm sorry. Karajanis. Karajanis, beautiful, beautiful woman. By the way, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, all due respect to Melissa Karajanis. I mean. Kana Asakura, I mean, she's a big name <laughs> compared yeah. to Karajanis. It's, it would and be the majority a big shock for this. Well, I'm not going to say nobody. I, I want to sound rude, but yeah, nobody just coming in. Just well, he, he, well, you know, here's the thing. The, but here's, to have that two fight win, you know, those two, two fights, fights over, over Andy Nick N- 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 I always say Nguyen as well. Yeah, I always say Nguyen. Uh, Andy Nguyen. Yeah, no, that's impressive. No, that is impressive. Especially because her first fight, her first professional fight was against Andy Nguyen. Yeah, right. Um, and uh, what, just to let you know, the majority of the uh, of the Tapology Juniors, uh, uh, Tapology um, members, they pick Azakura at 97% with uh, and versus Karajanis, who's at 3%. Gosh, so that, can only that's the biggest there, discrepancy. You can only imagine if there was Vegas odds and fucking put your money on yeah. Karajanis and she wins. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, uh, I hope that Karaj- Karajanis does good, but we have to go with Kana Azakura. I think that I don't... I haven't seen anything yet that uh, Karajanis can do um, to... Uh, th- to that, that can... That can 
to, that she could use to defeat uh, Azakura. Right. So I'm just got Azakura. I think just has so much more tools, you know, submissions, uh, wrestling, grappling, um, than uh, than Karajanis. What do you think? I'm gonna agree with you. I think it is gonna be Asakura, but I'm not gonna throw my I'm not, I'm not gonna throw a towel in on uh, Karajanis. Oh, I hope she does good. I hope she does good. Because <laughs> uh, you know, if she does good, then we get to have her back. Yeah. In uh, Ryzen, and also for an interview as well. Yeah. Um, next is the uh, <coughs> is the second to last match, which is a kickboxing match, um, and uh, I think we'll be able to pick this one who wins this. Uh, it will be a five. We just like go to the main event. <laughs> uh, let's, at least, no. let's at least pick our. Uh, let's, no, let's, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I know, I know, I know. Um, it's gonna be uh, a uh, one, a five weight, one twenty eight pound kickboxing match. Uh, Tenshin Nasakawa. Um, uh, versus, Ryzen's biggest star. Uh, Ryzen's biggest kickboxing star. Maybe his big. Maybe their biggest star as of right now. Honestly. Um, like Ryzen's Justin Bieber. Honestly. Taking on Yusuke Nakamura. I don't think he has a relationship to Na Shinsuke Nakamura. I always don't think no. so. Um, who's an MMA fighter? Um, going into kickboxing. Um, I do not know if if kick Nakamura has that much of a kickboxing background. Um, my guess is that he probably doesn't have that much. It's this is them putting an MMA fighter in a kickboxing match to fight tension. Um, because they seem to not they don't want to put tension in MMA matches after uh, after that last one he had, which he almost lost. Right. Um, against uh, Yamato. That's right. Uh, yeah. But this is a kickboxing match, so MMA shit don't matter. This is kickboxing and tension's in it. Tension's gonna win. If he doesn't win, I'll eat my shoe. There's, there's no, there, what else? There's nothing else to say. Tenshin's gonna knock out this guy. He's gonna knock out Nakamura. I'm sure that Nakamura, Nakamura is a fourteen to five. You say first fighter. round. First round, uh, yeah, I'll say first round. I'll say, say first, first round. round wow. Nakamura is probably a great. Okay. MMA, he, he's a great MMA fighter. He's got fourteen to five. He's going to kickboxing. He's not gonna do uh, good. I either. mean, Nakamura has a pretty good record though as well. I mean, as an MMA fighter. Oh, we don't have any record fighter, of his, of his kickboxing matches. I don't, I don't think they listed any, any here. This is yet. Yeah, I don't see any kickboxing match listed here. I mean, he. Mm. But you know, here's the thing. I can't say oh. that it's an easy transition going from MMA to kickboxing. Oh, it's, it's definitely not. But I mean, I mean, I'm sure it's definitely something that gives you like a step to go. Forward, oh, no, it does. If, you understand what I'm if saying. he wants to do kickboxing, you know, uh, then, you know, this is a great step forward because he'll realize that he needs to do, he'll need to do a lot better when, uh, after he loses to, uh, Natsukawa. Yeah. Um, I do see some knockout wins for his MMA record. Um, I'll be honest, uh, he's fought for World Series of Fight as well, deep, uh, mostly, mostly deep. But it, the thing is that, I'm not gonna lie, most of these opponents don't look that impressive from the records. So I'm not saying that Nakamura is not a good fighter, um, but he's going to somebody else's uh, jungle. He's going to somebody else's. Um, he's basically, you know, it's kind of like when Michael Jordan went to baseball. He went to some. He went to a totally different field that he had no business in, and he looked like a fool. I'm not gonna say Nakamura's not gonna look like a fool, but Ted is gonna win. And, uh, no, do you think so? Yeah, Tension yeah, exactly. is gonna win. Yeah, I'm not even doubting it, but I mean. If Nakamura, you know, if Nakamura survives three rounds and still loses, you know what? That'll be the, the most he'll be able to say, you know, 
that's the biggest win you can get in a kickboxing match with yeah. attention. If not, you know, take the paycheck, you know, go back to MMA. Now, they have no, uh, I don't think, yeah, I think considering it's a, uh, it, it's a kickboxing match, I, they don't have Yeah, any, they don't uh, list the odds for the kickboxing matches on technology. Uh, oh, for the, 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 both the voters. I was really interested or, or in reading that one. <laughs> okay, uh, and now we have our last match. Um, main event. Main event, um, which, uh, a main event which a lot of people thought would, would happen would be the main event of, uh, the, uh, Bantamweight tournament that just happened. Um, I guess you could call it a UFC dream match. Uh, we have Kyochi Horiguchi, winner of the uh, Rise in 2017 uh, Bantamweight uh, Grand Prix, 23 and 2. Um, uh, this, oh, by the way, this will be fought uh, at 134 pounds. Taking on E. McCall, uh, who was in, in the uh, Bantamweight tournament, who lost to Manel Cape. Um, e. McCall, 13, 6 and 1 um, from USA. Um, some have given him the nickname of the unluckiest man in MMA. Um, I'm hoping that nothing happens. You know, we have a, we're a few days away from the fight. No, hopefully no, not. Anything can happen. You know. I mean, I don't want to sound like that guy, but if being Ian McCall, um, never seen that word. <laughs> uh, I hope not. I hope not. I hope that like I hope that. He, that he gets a, that he, he that he puts himself in like tarp or, or you know what do he puts himself in a ball and just you know doesn't do anything dangerous or like nothing like no walking or anything. I, I mean I I I have to freaking point it out. Uh, I have to point this out. I mean when uh, even call uh, after his loss to uh, Lineker. He had, uh, I'm looking at it right now, one, two, three, four, five, six. Six canceled bouts yes. leading up to his release. Now, here's the thing also, before that, if you want to even count the Lineker fight, Lineker didn't make weight. So Lineker did, uh, went, in, went in heavier than McCall. Yeah. So McCall had to fight someone who was did not. So make it, it could even be like it's it's not. I'm not calling out Ian McCall on this. I'm just saying like. Oh no! It, it's like this is like. It, so he's just rather running into bad luck. Yes. Or and we have the Manel Cape fight, which I think maybe you could say he was winning at first. He um, was. And then you know he got needed ahead, and his head went against his, his face ran, ran up against the ropes, and he got that big cut on his eye. And you know, you know the funny thing is, if probably wasn't a tournament, they would have still continued the match. Probably, I think, I would hope. But you know, it's a tournament. You can't have somebody who has an open wound like that above their eyebrow. And then the, fight the next day, exactly, of course. Well, too. The, yeah, the next, the, the same night. Yeah. Oh, the same night. Yeah, of course. Um. But um. So you know, a lot. You know, a lot of people think that this is a dream match to happen. Um. Horiguchi and McCall, the uh, top topology um, users have a pick pick Horiguchi at nine uh, percent pick Horiguchi, while ten percent pick McCall. Um, it's it's you know we know how how good Horiguchi is. We don't have to say that he's a freaking he's uh, a monster. Well, here's a, here's another interesting thing as well. And the six degrees of six degrees of separation of MMA world. Both have fought Demetrius Johnson. Uh, Horiguchi. Yeah. Lost to Demetrius Johnson in the fifth round at four minutes and fifty nine seconds by yeah. armbar submission. McCall Close has fight too. McCall fights uh, fought DJ twice. Once was a draw, 
which many thought that he did win. Right. Uh, and then uh, so they had a rematch. Uh, this was for the uh, the uh, the um, to d- determine the first uh, flyweight champion, which um, he lost by decision to DJ. So it's interesting that Horiguchi had been finished by DJ, but McCall and both the fights hasn't, and may have even may have won may have won one of them as well. Um, I think uh, the I'll question is how I'm going with Horiguchi. The question is how good McCall, uh, like if if McCall, you know, he hasn't fought. Well, he it's, did fight. He did it, fight. It's then. not that I'm saying that, like what McCall done was great. Uh, you know, he had a fairly great career. He had some memorable. He had some memorable victories over some people. Um, some memorable. I mean, Brad Pickett. That's one. Oh yeah. I don't know. Did he? No, he didn't retire Brad Pickett. No, no, I don't think he did. Um, but also, yeah, he's also fought. Uh, yeah, he's had, he's had, he's he finished he's finished people and has made decisive wins. The only issue is whether he's going to this fight healthy, you know, and like prepared. I don't know. It's one thing to fight to prepare a fight against Cape and, and lose the way he did. Right. That doesn't matter. Like that, that, that's that was that was unfortunate circumstances. Oh, this is uh, yeah, but I mean it's just. Yeah, you know, he had his one fight with Matt Al Cape. It was pretty disappointing for. Oh my God! Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. We we haven't seen much because it's not even just that. Like the whole match. How long was that fight? Um, it was it was a like round. less than like I think it was three minutes. minutes. Um, a minute. He um, the the fight got uh, was ended, uh, one minute and forty eight seconds. That's one minute longer than uh, Fedor and Mir. I have to see more of me- of what Ian McCall has to produce in order to really call an opinion, to, to really grab, how do I say this? For, yeah. him, for him to really grab me to go onto his side, I'm going to have to see more produced within like the oh, past five years. I get, if, he wins, if he wins this, Which, then, like, I, I mean, I haven't seen anything, unfortunately. It's not that... You understand. Oh, yeah, no. I, so, if he wins this fight, then his next fight, you can then say, okay, we know that Ian McCall still has a fight game in him. Game in him. He's prepared. He's, 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 he's going to... He, he, he's... The, 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 those, the loss against Cape was, was, was an unfortunate circumstance. But he still, he still has the fight, the fighter instinct, and the fight IQ, fighter IQ inside him if he defeats Horiguchi. Right. While we know that Horiguchi, he he went through a tournament where he where he finished, fit, murked his opponents. Yeah. Um, as a fair statement, I, as a fair statement, I'm gonna have to say I go. I agree with that. I think that Horiguchi wins this. Um, I hope McCall does well. I don't think he'll. You know. I'm sure it's gonna be a good fight. I, I, I think McCall's gonna really. I, I think his loss to Cape really got to him. They really see. Oh shit! No, he's uh, yeah. Um, I I think he's more motivated to go, you know, the extra mile. Uh, this time, is. especially. I mean, especially if he and Manuel Cape, it's like, yeah. You know, oh, if, I, I, if I being do, him. They, they do have to. They, McCall and uh, McCa- Cape do have to fight again. They're they have to. They have to. That fight has to happen somehow. Um. Just quickly, um, uh, one quick thing as well. 
Uh, one of the things that a lot of uh, people are not happy about with this with this card is that all the fights are, are uh, all the MMA matches are three rounds, uh, five uh, three rounds, five minutes. While in the past they have been uh, some matches have had mixed rules. You know, they've been like uh, ten uh, two rounds. First round, uh, first round is ten minutes. Next round is five minutes. Right. Do you have any thought? Is you are you does that matter to you at all that that, that they that they basically are going like the UFC uh, rules? I kind of. Well, I mean, because I, I still do try and understand, like, when they do the uh, whole thing was, like, the first round, it being, like... Ten minutes. Ten minutes, and then the next one, it's, like, a whole different kind of bout. Yeah. And then, like, the third one is, like, a normal five-minute bout or something yes. like that. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I just still get, like, all confused when I just see that I think, going I don't on. know if that's the side between the fighters or or if that's what the that's, that's what Ryzen chooses um, but um, have you seen it I mean I'm not too familiar with that much Japanese MMA as of like well yeah you know, like oh yes seven going onward yeah. but I mean is many MMA promotions like that over yeah there? a lot of them a lot of them do uh, you know but also, you know, also they have, a lot of them will have like you know elbows allowed or no elbows allowed. Right. Because I, I think a lot of these are agreed upon the fighters. However, I don't know if Ryzen, um, the elbows thing is clear is with the fighters. They go to both fighters and they say, hey, you, you want elbows? One says yes, the other says yes. Elbows allowed. One says yes, the other says no. They don't allow elbows. Okay. Um, as far I think that's how they do. It. But regarding the, um, the three rounds, five minutes. Um, a lot of them, uh, a lot of people are not happy because well, one of the thing is that, you know, shorter rounds, you know, um, shorter rounds, it, I think you, there's less of a finish in, in, in shorter rounds because in shorter rounds, uh, and, in in they think it's, rounds, they think it's less opportunity. Yes. Less opportunity. As a That's pro, really what it is. You know, if you're, if you know you have to go 10 minutes, you're going to, you're going to go a lot harder. You're going to, you're going to try to finish that fight much faster, I think. Right. Um, as well, you know, I, th I think also it allow you know the problem is that, you know, if you have a lot of stalling, if you if you know how to like, do stalling correctly, you can stall for 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 five minutes. Right. Uh, much easier than in, in ten minutes. Ten minutes, to st you know, there's more opportunities to stand up. You know, there's a bit more time to stand up. Stand up. Um, personally, you know, I don't know. Um, I kind of like it when, when there's mixed rules, when they, when they do the mixed timing thing. But, um, you know, for some reason, this entire card, besides the kickbox matches... They I don't think it's a big deal. Um, I don't think it really makes that big of a difference. Well, I mean, going forward, we'll have to see how, what they do. Um, we'll, we'll see what, the, how, what, they have to, what they do. If they uh, continue that, or, um, or if they'll go back to, uh, you know, t uh, for some matches, 10 minutes. I'll uh, take either one. I mean, me, preferably... Um, if they were to have, like, a set time on each round where it's, like, each round, like, one would be ten minutes, next one would be ten minutes, and the next one would be ten minutes, I'm happy with that. Uh, I want to see, like, one after another being different, you know? Yeah, yeah, I understand. But, um, hopefully this will be a good card. Um, again, uh, if you want to, if you want to get the card, uh, it will be available on Fight TV. Uh, Frank Trigg. And, um, oh my god, uh, Frank Trigg and the, uh, I'm forget oh, the other gentleman, um, who's gonna be commentating Ryzen, um, uh, da 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 da, da uh, I had his name right here, 
Um, well, we got Frank Drake, who was on the last uh, Rising show, um, uh, with uh, Joe Ferraro. Sorry, Joe Ferraro. Oh, uh, okay. Um, which is interesting, because they, they've changed up commentators for the most part. For yeah, they've been changing up a but lot. This, they're keeping uh, two of the same guys from the, um, from the last show. Okay. The last few shows. That's fine. Uh, like I said, you know, you could get this uh, show on Fight TV. Um, it, it airs May, May 6th. Um, 1.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's uh, May 5th going to May 6th. Uh, and then May f- uh, it'll be on the Pacific Time, 10.30 p.m. May 5th. Uh, $19.99 if you buy it or you can use the credits. And Fight TV, download the app. Or uh, you could do it uh, through your PC or laptop. And hopefully, um, and uh, oh, and you get a $4 credit if you, um, if you uh, when you order it through the Fight app. Uh, but, uh, you, any last thoughts on the show? Um, excited, uh, for sure. Uh, not like many of the others, but, uh, definitely still excited. excited. I mean, it's rising, you know? It's, like, oh, it's, it's still, yeah. it's still something. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, it, it's always something, it, it's a way to escape. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and just also quickly, uh, next week, um, there is, uh, on the 12th, there's a Road FC show, which like which is going to be incredible. They have a Grand Prix tournament with uh, Mighty Mo, Gilbert Yavell, um, uh, Huggy Bear, and um, also they'll be having Gabby Garcia on the card. Gabby. Gabby Garcia fighting Veronica Futuna, uh, F- Futina from the Gladiator Fight Team in Russia. Oh, um, who's been talking shit? You have you seen her Futina talk shit on uh, Gabby? Apparently, on I hear this might be her. Biggest challenge, believe it or it not. It might be. I think they're. I think they're close to the same size. Uh, Putina uh, is a judo sambo practitioner. Um, so, um, and uh, you know, it's interesting how a gladiator. Gotta start watching these road FC shows. They're really, and they're free on YouTube. I think the show should be on YouTube because that's how I watched the last two shows. Okay. Um, but it's def- it's a show that's definitely um, I'm looking forward to as well. Just want to give out sh- a shout out to Road FC for that show. But um, other than that, you know, um, I've got, uh, I'm looking forward to Ryzen, um, and I hope you are as, are as well. We will have uh, uh, a review show uh, soon after uh, the, Rise, the Ryzen show airs, and uh, if you want to check any past content from us, you can see our interview, listen to our interviews with Alyssa Garcia, uh, Melissa Karagiannis, and Ian McCall on our Stitcher, um, our Stitcher section, or on SoundCloud. Um, by the way, thank you very much for the positive feedback on all those interviews. Uh, it's very heartwarming to know that people are watching and enjo- uh, listening and enjoying them. And uh, for Declan Kirby, uh, I'm Andrew Benjamin, and we'll see you next time for We Are Rising podcast. Thanks. Bye, everybody.